Hey friends, welcome back to Flourishing in Faith. My name is Alexis Class, and if you're on a daily walk, drive to work slash school, or simply just making dinner, I pray that these conversations bring glory to God and ultimately draw you closer to Him. And I decree that your relationship with Jesus will flourish and faithful fruit will be the evidence of that. Hi friends, if you're on video, you notice there is somebody here with me. <laughs> there is not just me here. It is my friend Eden. Eden Hi. is here. Eden is here. Eden, tell a little bio about yourself. How old are you? What is your name? What is your full name? What it, who, who you are? What do you do? <laughs> oh, thanks. So, my name is Eden. Um, well, Eden Brooke. That's how I... That's what I go by. But um, I'm 17. I work in a restaurant in Denver. <laughs> Me and Alexis met at a coffee shop that we worked at. That was absolutely the Lord. Um, what they're trading it, for sure. Yeah, that was the Lord working through... It, I am about to go to college at a ministry school in Southern California, Calvary Bible Institute. I'm super stoked. The Lord is providing in immense ways. Guys, God is moving in this generation. So um, super stoked to be on this podcast. I know I've heard a couple episodes. I'm not truthfully much of a podcast, really. <laughs> I have tried. I have she's, tried. She's going to be on one. She's going to help you podcast the girlies, even though she's yes. not one. Well, no. Okay. I do listen to podcasts. I'm just like, I'm not, a, I'm not a devoted podcast girly. I have to be completely honest. I, I, I go through, I go through seasons where I am. And then sometimes I'm just, I never, like, it just depends on the season. I hope to some day be a podcast girly. Honestly. Yeah. 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 On your mini trips back from Tennessee, from Tennessee, from North Carolina to yes, your, on, like, on long the long flights home. <laughs> yes, yes. Download podcast. Yes, absolutely. Alrighty. So, friends, today we wanted to kind of so we that's a Rachel. I I'm thinking about Rachel. Love you, Rachel, <laughs> if you're listening to this. Um, but me and Eden were, were kind of talking about. Well, let's just pray about it. See what we have, you know, when our, in our reading times with the Lord, and see what we get, and then we can kind of talk about it and talk about it in the podcast episode. So I was reading Jeremiah, she was reading in James, and let me tell you, the Lord really truly worked through all of it. And we kind of want to talk about living a holy life in 2023. Living a holy life in 2023. That's very. Um, contradicting for, for real to what our world is right now we are such a sensual world we are such a sensual like generation that is all about ourselves it is all about our own pleasures and our own things but in our reality is that holy it's not and it's there's such a standard that um i think gen z even needs to have for us because I, mm-hmm. I think there's a need to be people our age that arise um, and there is people out there, but obviously a lot of people are kept silent, but we, we just want to talk about this and just kind of open up the conversation to that. It's going to be kind of maybe all over the place, maybe not, you know, <laughs> but I just pray that you would follow us along and just have fun just talking about this. So what, when you think about this, like living a holy life, what do you think of Eden, whenever you like hear that? Living a holy life, I think of um honestly I think of the complications and I think of the battles that you go through but I also think of in my own life in the battles and um, complications and fights and wars you know that we face on the daily with living a holy life in this world in this generation with these people um I think of the greater reward that we have in heaven 
and um you know james just really speaks on um you know it just jumps and it says um you know it says where do these fights and wars come from and it's like in my own notes i was like does god start fights does god begin the struggle and i was like no absolutely not it starts in our own heart when we say I need that in my life or I desire this in my life mm-hmm. and we begin to um, follow after our own desires that the flesh is warring mm-hmm, the and spirit. the spirit is warring against the flesh and we get in a spot where we're, you know, we're fighting and um, we really can't blame God for something that is worldly because Mm -hmm. it's not of the lord if it's worldly worldly yeah i think it's like we can talk about living a holy life which we will we obviously are but there's also contrary to like people that are christians and the reality of living and striving after living a holy life in this age and this in this culture that we're living in and the wars that we face daily because um, you brought out this verse when we were we were talking about it, but the enemy still comes to still kill and destroy. Even if you're saved, even if you are a Christian and you you go to church, you follow God, the enemy still comes to still kill and destroy you. That's his goal. So if you're feeling like you're trying to be still killed and destroyed right now, it's probably not God. It's probably the enemy trying to attack you. Or if you feel like people around you, even friends, even situationships, even people around you, that it's just very, very negative, very kind of just like daggers to you. Not necessarily that they're actually trying to stab you. It's like, it's like, like emotional daggers, like even like verbal daggers to you. And Mm -hmm. it's, there's something is spiritual. It's something Mm -hmm. more than just the physical. I love when, um, I'm pretty sure this is in. This is in First Corinthians, no, Second Corinthians ten. Like the battle is not in front of you; mm-hmm. it is in the spirit. Mm-hmm. It is in the spirit. It is in the strongholds of your mind. And I think we often we need to be careful. We need to be cautious, and but we also need to be aware of these things and be um, that obviously Absolutely. we're not going to be perfect. But at the same time, there is so much power mm-hmm. um, in knowing and understanding that we are going to be falling, we're going to be tempted, we're going to be still killed and destroyed by even people around us that may seem very, you know, may seem like they're Christian, may seem, may like put on a persona, but, you know, the enemy still comes to deceive you. A lot of the enemy's tricks is deception and to deceive the children of God. So where I was reading, I was actually reading in Jeremiah 5 today, and in Jeremiah 5, 25 it says your iniquities have turned these things away and your sins have withheld good from you i was like hmm that reminded me of a verse in psalms 34 where it says psalms 34 10 the young lions lack and suffer hunger but those who seek the lord shall not lack any good thing so like there's two, two contraries the people that live in sin that are lacking the goodness of God, mm-hmm. 
even Christians, even Christians, the people that are living that they that they have been deceived by the enemy and continue to be living in sin, and then they lack the goodness of God. They lack that. They wonder why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling mm-hmm. so down? Why am I feeling mm-hmm. so like downtrodden? And then the contrary is, is the people that seek the Lord that they lack no good thing, mm-hmm. and that they lack nothing, um, and they have the abundance of God because they chose to seek the Lord. They chose mm-hmm. to choose him first. Um, and I feel like that's a part of a holy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Being willing to seek God. Being willing to make him a priority. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you have to say? Anything to say about that? I mean, when you were talking about, like, how the Lord doesn't withhold anything, um, it brings me to, I mean, I'm... James is definitely my favorite book in the Bible. Like, you quote something, and I'm like, ooh, that correlates to With James something <laughs> somewhere, some verse in the five chapters that are my favorite. Um, but that reminded me from, of chapter 1, verses 16 through 17, where it says, Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. It also quotes in Matthew, um, let me see if I can find it. I'll just, I'll try and paraphrase it. Don't, don't come after me. <laughs> but, um, it, um, it talks about if you have it in the power to do so, do not withhold a good thing from mm-hmm. anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. to try and find it right now. <laughs> but, um, you know, God is never going to withhold any good thing from you. And I, um, one of the big things that I wrote, Going back to James chapter 4, uh, verse 3, it says, You ask and you not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your own pleasures. Um, in my life, you know, whenever you're asking the Lord for something, you really have to ask, does this align with what the Lord is calling me to? Does this align with God's, um, what is the word? Will. With, yeah, with God's will, with his standards, that's mm-hmm. the word. Does this align with God's standards? And the holy standards. Yeah, like, does us. this align with how I should be living as a Christian girl of God, you know? And, you know, we ask God, we're like, God, would you would you provide this, this guy for me, Lord? Like, look, he's right here. Would you just make this happen? And then we're like, God, why didn't that work out? God, why, why are you ignoring me? Like, why didn't this turn out? And it's like, you ask amiss. Because this is what you wanted. Hmm. This isn't what God wanted for you. Because God has something so much greater. Anything of God's will. It's not that we're not going to want it. It's that we're not going to expect it almost. Oh, that's so true. And you know, you know, it's like so funny. It's so funny. Because whenever somebody would tell me, Alexis, I, you know, it's just going to happen. It's going to happen when you don't expect it. Like literally everybody told me that and i was literally so annoyed i was like yeah right i'm like you are joking me if you didn't put you didn't have anything to do with that like literally you're joking me god's like let's test your patience (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but honestly i can say that obviously that was very true yeah that it obviously did happen when i didn't Mm -hmm. expect it and i think it's like God's not withholding something good, but at the same time, whenever we are living in sin, is God does withhold good things from you because mm-hmm. he understands that whenever you're living in sin, 
if God gives you a good thing, how well are you going to treat it? Because you're living mm-hmm. in sin. You're living in that sin and that disobedience mm-hmm. of God. Yeah. How well are you going to be able to steward but the goodness of God that he has to give mm-hmm. you if you're living in sin? So mm-hmm. I think living a holy life is something that's going to be so contrary to the other people around this world. And it's going to be so different. Mm-hmm. But don't lose heart because that's exactly where you're supposed to be. That's exactly what God yeah. what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. Um, I My pastor got a definition set a definition of holiness before and he said set apart for god's holy use Mm -hmm. so set apart for god's holy use literally holy means to be set apart means to be different and if we can't accept that Mm -hmm. we're going to be different than this world maybe even want to be different in this world i want to be different um if we can't accept that then it's going to be kind of a problem Mm -hmm. yeah a little bit little bit of a problem just a little bit just a little bit you know yeah you know Mm-hmm. And then, like, even, like, it is going to be a problem. Because then the next couple of verses, I'm just going to keep, like, no, pulling keep back on, from my study from today. No, for real. Um, like, literally the next verse says, uh, Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that a friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Do you, or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? we cannot be living in sin and expect to hear from god like you were just saying like (laughs) yeah when we're living when we're walking away from god he can't give us the good things because yeah we're not following him Mm. we can't be like god i know i'm not walking with you I know but, I'm not walking with you, but like, no, let me, like, in my, no, it's in, like, it's so funny. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. To, 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 no, no, I don't want to forget it. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's, it makes me kind of laugh <laughs> when like people that I know are living inside and they're like, yeah, I'm praying about it. And I'm like, oh, been there, done that. <laughs> are you really praying about this? Like, I feel like there's a such a surrender in prayer. Like, okay, yes. Praise God that they're even talking to God, first of all. I'm very thankful about that. But it kind of makes you laugh in the background because it's like I'm praying that they're actually being sincere mm. in their prayers. Mm. That's the difference between actually being, like, serious Amen. about your prayers yeah. than actually than just being like, oh, God, da, 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 da. But not mm. even having any belief in God. Mm. They're just saying it because they mm. just don't want to be condemned. But it makes you kind of laugh. Anywho, continue. Yeah. I was just like, you know, we can't be walking in the world and then be like, God, why oh no i remember mm-hmm. yeah like god why why am i not hearing from you i um looking at a grand scale i missed a great opportunity to go on a mission trip this summer and i realized that i let my own personal experiences with a couple people that were going on the trip i was like mm, i'm not in a good place with them that was my that was my own heart you know walking seeing that from a grand scale that was the enemy keeping me spiritual warfare in my life keeping me from going on that trip and on a grand scale like bummer but there's grace. But there's grace. Bummer that I missed out on this trip. But there's grace. Mm-hmm. Bummer that I got in a bad spot and I wasn't walking with the Lord. But there's grace and he's redeemed me. He's sufficient. He is sufficient. There is uh, one thing is sufficient. that I One thing that I said in a podcast, I have a couple before, but like grace is sufficient for where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like for right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. God's grace is sufficient. Yeah, for where you absolutely. are absolutely for where you are god's grace is sufficient and i think we are saying all these things like 
oh no no you can't be obviously like but at the same time like if you have just kind of like walked away real quick you've been kind of backsliding a little bit Mm -hmm. return literally in Jeremiah talks so much about backsliding and it's just the simply the simplest thing turn Mm -hmm. there are so many let me tell you what return turn turn around all these things are like compare like there's backsliding turn backsliding turn turn Mm -hmm. around yeah turn around like literally do a 360 yep how how hard is that really mm-hmm. like we we over complicate it so much when it's simply just just turn yep turn your eyes away and turn it on jesus amen and how how easy that is to flip that switch and i think that's why that's, that's what the enemy tries to do. He tries to get your eyes not fixed on Jesus, and then it moves from there. And mm. then you turn, 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 turn further away from Jesus. But I want you guys to turn back. Um, and living this holy life is something that's obviously going to be hard. And guess what? You're going to mess up. Mm-hmm. And God knows that you are going to mess up. But let me tell you how good God is. That's the grace of God. That's the um, merited grace of God that it's, it's we don't deserve it. We don't earn it we don't have we don't we don't deserve any of it but there is so much grace for you in this season and the god's grace is sufficient for you right now Mm -hmm. in this season he knew he had this grace sufficient even before you even knew what you were going to do even Mm -hmm. before you knew what this situation was going to end up like even before you knew you were going to sin again Mm -hmm. like god knew it and he predestined it he saw it he saw it ahead of Mm -hmm. time um, and that's just how good God is. Yeah. And I think we need to know that obviously we know sin is still sin. We obviously, we, we obviously don't condone sin, but at the same time, we do understand that there is grace. Mm-hmm. We do understand that there is mercy that is new every morning. Mm-hmm. And I think Amen. we want to encourage you guys to live and to keep going, mm-hmm. to keep going. Yeah. That it, no matter where you, you've fallen to get back up, God yeah. doesn't care how many times you've fallen. He doesn't mm-hmm. care how many times you fall. You can yeah. fall twice a day. He doesn't care. What he cares about is how many times you get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many times you choose God. Yeah. How many times you say, I'm going to put that away and choose God. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's been your 20th time falling back into that sin. Yeah. God cares if you get up. Yeah. I think also, like, when I was just studying this, you know, through the stuff that I've been going through, um, the next couple verses in chapter four of James, it just talks about, um, I wrote in my journal, I said, how do I escape? I said, how, what's the escape key? How do you get out of this? So like we've, we've established that wars and striving in our life comes from us. That starts with us. That's not something I can put on God. I can't say God, because everything in my life is falling apart. God, it's going to be your fault because I can't possibly, no. You take responsibility, but then you have to, you can't live in that. You have to let the Lord um, revive you and restore you. And so I wrote, how do I escape? And so I'm just going to read these and then I'm going to point out my, like my PowerPoints. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, James chapter four, verses seven through 10, it says, therefore submit to God, resist the devil And he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and and weep. 
Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. So right there we have like seven things that can completely turn us. Like you were saying earlier. Do a 360. A one, like a 360. Not even a 180. No. A 360. Complete turnaround. Complete turnaround. So like right there, it's a submit to God. You know, submit. like just say, God, I really messed up. This this is, I'm taking responsibility, but I have to give it to you. Submit Take it. responsibility. Give it, give it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then it says resist the devil, but it doesn't say resist the devil and then run from him. It says resist the devil and he will run from you. He will flee from you. That's the authority of Christ. He will will flee from you. Mm -hmm. And then it says draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It doesn't say because you messed up, now you have to not only run from the devil, you also have to run from God. No, it says submit to God. Run Resist the devil. Like, stop taking authority from the devil because he has no power over you. Mm-mm. No matter what anyone has said, the devil has no power in your life, Mm-mm. over your life. Especially whatsoever. if you're saved. Yeah. You have authority. Yeah. yeah. So, like, resist the devil and then come back to God. Mm-hmm. Come back to him and he will restore you. I think the last, the last verse is so powerful humble yourselves in the sight of the lord and he will lift you up mm-hmm. not me not by my works will not i become my... fixed will i become yes. restored redeemed um re recuperated or like anything i'm mm-hmm. not i can't fix myself imagine that verse but it's when not by your might but not by your power mm-hmm. but by your spirit god yep amen but it's like when i come to the lord and i say god i'm not enough i've messed up I've repented, I've resisted the devil, and I'm ready for you to do your mighty work in my life. That's when he restores. Mm. That's when he rebuilds. That's when he redeems you. Mm. And you will be so much better off. I have learned, and I'm still learning, and we can learn every day. We stumble at everything, Mm -hmm. every day. Like, I can't can't be purified today and then say god i'm never gonna sin again because that's a lie in itself and that right there i could like i could confess the lord like god i just lied you know but it's when you come constantly back to the lord and you constantly submit yourself and resist and humble Mm -hmm. that's where the true freedom Mm -hmm. and the true relationship of the living God starts mm-hmm. and continues to grow. It continues to grow. And I think it. this is a cycle. This mm-hmm. is a pattern that we all can take these, like, even seven points that we can all kind of take into and use and to see and to to use in different scenarios. Because obviously the enemy is still going to come and try to still kill and destroy you. It's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. But we have the tools of this wonderful word of God. So another another reason, if you're saying, I can't hear, why am I not hearing for God? Are you reading your Bible? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, but also just, we don't, we just want you to have freedom. God wants you to have freedom. So I'm just going to, um, in a podcast like this, that we just want you to have freedom and that this mm-hmm. is something that we are passionate about, that they're living a life um, of holiness is not easy in this world today. But hopefully some of the things that we said today kind of give you some practical advice and practical things to just kind of apply into your life yeah. today. Um, and thank you for watching and, yeah. and doing all the things. If you want to follow, like, 
give five star review it'd be so amazing on apple or spotify that'd be wonderful <laughs> um like the podcast or even follow it on youtube be great and then i will see you next week on the podcast episode do you have anything else to say even thank you alexis for asking me to be on this episode of course i hope that this won't be the last it won't <laughs> bye friends bye